You're listening to episode 67 of the ESL Teaching Podcast. As the school year is nearing its end, there are a lot of moving parts for us teachers to consider, from grading to paperwork to somehow engaging the students who are starting to get a bit antsy. It is easy to get lost in all of it, so in today's episode, I wanted to share a few ways that you can make those last weeks of school meaningful. All of those ways involve creativity, which is the perfect antidote to boredom and frustration and can be tweaked to any age group and proficiency level. I hope you find this useful and can apply some of the tips in your own teaching. Are you ready? Hello and welcome to the ESL Teaching Podcast. I'm your host, Yeva Grossless, otherwise known as Simply Yeva, and I am so thankful that you tuned in. I'm looking forward to sharing both my knowledge and experience on this podcast, as well as that of my fellow teachers. Hello, hello, everyone. May is one of those months where it is long and fast at the same time. Somehow, all of the award ceremonies, exams, field trips, you name it, get piled up not only in our professional lives as teachers, but likely in our own families as well. It is a time when it is super easy to get antsy, impatient, and miss things. So one of the things that is important to remember is keeping our relationships with our students strong. Establishing connections and bonds at the start of the year is essential, but it is just as important to continue keeping them when the end is in sight. In my experience, especially this school year, which happens to be May of 2023, students have been more anxious about upcoming assessments or unable to sustain focus on simple tasks because they're so used to distracting themselves there, I said it, with their devices. Keeping the structure in the classroom as well as ensuring they know you are in their corner will make for a much smoother transition into the summer. Today, I wanted to share three activities that will continue those creative juices flowing and will allow you and the students to see how far you've all come throughout the school year. I typically assign all three as a one-time project that consists of three parts, but I wanted to break each part down for you so you can pick up and choose what you like. The first one is to use quotes to tell about their school year. Students' task is to find a quote that somehow connects with the school year. It is always interesting to see what motivates them and how they perceive their experiences. The quote is an open-ended assignment, which sometimes can throw the students off. So making sure that you're modeling extensively is very important. It's interesting to see that for some kids, it will be almost like, what do I do? Where do I start? And for others, bring it on. Typically, I share a quote that I have chosen. Uh, So as an example, since I like to read, I choose my quotes from books, but I also know that music is a big part of so many young people's lives. They can choose a part of lyrics from a song they like as long as it is school appropriate, or they can simply Google inspirational quotes or quotes for students and see how they can begin making connections. 
Once they have their quote, we then move into the second part of this assignment. Students are tasked with writing a short reflection that will help me understand their choice. Again, I think this applies not only to English learners, but all students. Modeling what you want to do them to do is key. Typically, when I say the word reflection, and also no matter how many times throughout the year it is used in any subject, I get at least one question. What do you mean? What does it mean? Do I describe how something looks? To help them get started, I always pose a few questions. For example, why did you choose this quote? What connections does it have to your school year and life? Do you think it can teach you some lessons? If so, what lessons? Or what does it mean to you in general? And since this is a writing assignment, a lot of English learners, especially in upper grades, stress about writing. I want to make sure they have a criteria to follow. So for example, the reflection should include at least five sentences and those sentences have to be complete. And then remember those words we labeled as dead a few weeks ago, such as got or looked or something like that. Make sure you use higher level vocabulary. Now, I always love giving this assignment because you can see how far the students have come and it also stretches them a bit because it is such an open-ended assignment. I have a few newcomers this year and I didn't want to exclude them. So for them, I did it a little differently. I chose three or four sample quotes, translated, translated those that needed translations for them and had them choose one. And then instead of reflection, I asked them to make connections by creating a list of things that their chosen quote relates to. Again, you can uh, have it as a supported or as open-ended as your newcomers are able to perform. If you work with elementary students, at least in younger grades, a quote might not be the best idea. However, having the students brainstorm some of the things they remember from this year and creating their own drawing about it is a great and creative way to go. Students can then practice writing about it as well as answering simple questions. The second activity, or part two, if you're using this as a whole project, is to write a letter to incoming new students. Of course, this part also consists of a little bit of reflection because it is difficult to give advice and share your experiences without taking a pause and organizing your thoughts. I make this a separate assignment to avoid distractions. I have learned that if I post everything in one document, I receive so many repetitive questions. Therefore, I broke down my presentation into separate files and assigned them to students only when they have finished the first part, uh, and that is finding the quote. As mentioned earlier, organizing your thoughts is part of this activity. That's why I asked the students to think about answers to some questions. For example, what are some of your memories from this year? And what have you learned both academically and socially? Uh, what would have helped you as a new student? And what would you like others to know about the school or class, for example? Based on their answers to the above questions, students then write three things they learned this year share two memories and one piece of advice. After they have completed the organizer, they then write the letter to any new student that might be coming after them, whether it's a new student completely new to the country or somebody that is moving up grades from middle to high school or 
uh, some, something like that. Again, I make sure to provide them with guidelines of what I'm looking for. I've received so many one sentence or illogical letters, quote unquote, in the past that my tactics has changed to over explaining upfront rather than fixing forever after the assignment has been submitted. After all, I know these kids worked so hard all year long and I can see their progress. Now it is their turn to look at their works and say, wow, I'm good. This activity is geared towards older students, but here's an idea on how you can tweak it if you are working with elementary kiddos. For elementary students, creating a memory book is a great activity. It can be a class memory book or individual one. Students can share their favorite things, their friends' favorite things, reflect about the teacher, what they learned and what they're looking for. I talk more about creating a memory book in episode 20, so make sure to check that out. And the last part, certainly not least, of this project is speaking. Now that the students have collected their thoughts and ideas and practiced expressing them in writing, it is time to show off those speaking skills. One way to do it is you can have the students share their reflections as a short presentation in class. I have been assigning it as a recording, though. I typically use uh, the platform called Flip. It used to be called Flipgrid, but they changed their name to Flip. My students are familiar with it. And one of the benefits is that they can record as many times as they want or need until they are satisfied with the result and then submit it. So to me, this is oral language practice, and this allows them to become more and more confident in what they're saying. And also for me, it's good that I can watch the recordings at a time that is convenient for me and I can grade them without a rush, you know, go back. And uh, sometimes you have recordings that raise some questions, you know, what, what grade, how to grade them and so on. Last year, I had the students choose what they wanted to talk about on the flip. They could share their advice they had for other students or they could talk about their quote. But this year, again, in an effort to streamline and to simplify, I'm asking them to reflect on how their year went only. This was the only assignment that they're going to all have to do. As with other parts of assignment, I have created some guidelines and I posted them right in flip so they know what is expected. Um, and I also create some rubrics just to make sure that they know what I'm looking for as well. My students typically surprise me with amazing responses, and it seems like I get to know them even more when we do activities like this. Now, I have included this particular activity in my essential lesson plan bundle, which is truly perfect for those last weeks of school, that last month of school. Simply, it's no fluff, done for you, easy to implement lessons that can be reused and adapted to your classroom. And the reason for me creating this lesson plan bundle is I, I needed it myself and I want to share with you because I want to simplify your life and for you to have something that you can refer to over and over again. So here's a little sneak peek of what you'll find inside it. Uh, we have three choice boards, weekly vocabulary and writing. We have three short story lessons, Gift of the Magi, The Last Leaf, and Lamb to the Slaughter. Uh, we have a lesson on how to write a paragraph and how to write a thesis statement. We have short movie lessons. And uh, also, as mentioned earlier, the same project and the end of the year bundle to help you finish the year strong. 
All the lessons were created in Google Docs and can be easily used with the tech tools of your preference, whether you use Canva, whether you use Pear Deck, or you can simply download them as PDFs and print them out. And that is all for today. I hope you found this episode useful. Make sure to check out the Essential Lesson Plan Bundle. It has been a time saver for me and many other teachers over and over again. I will link the episode that I mentioned uh, in the middle of this episode right underneath in the show notes. And I will also link the lesson plan bundle there so that you can access them easily. Let us know what you thought. And we always love to hear from our listeners. You know that. What activities are your go-to during the end of the school year rush? And let's keep in touch. Send me a message on Instagram and let me know. As you know, my mission is to help as many teachers of English learners as possible and make your life easier by providing you with actionable teaching tips, ready-made resources, and meaningful coaching. Thank you for listening and until next time. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard today, be sure to do two things. First, make sure to subscribe to the ESL Teaching Podcast so you don't miss an episode. And second, leave a positive review wherever you listen, on iTunes, Spotify, or any other platform. Positive reviews will improve the chances of this podcast to be discovered in the feed and help our fellow ESL ELL teachers. And of course, there's a third thing. If you aren't following me on social media yet, Come join me on Instagram at SimplyYevaESL, Facebook SimplyYeva, or connect with me on my website, SimplyYeva.com. Thanks again, and until next time.